Well, are you ready to hear some teaching today? I believe that the Lord would like you to know that it is His will for you to win in every situation in your life. It's His will for you to win in your jobs, in your families, in your relationships, in your finances, for you to do everything He's asked you to do in your life, whether you're a full-time minister or a layperson, a church member. We all have a rewardable purpose that we will stand before the Lord someday and answer a one-question test. Did you do what I asked you to do on earth? And we want to be ready for that answer. And we want to receive the crown of righteousness the way Paul received his crown of righteousness. And we understand that crossing your finish line, receiving answers to prayer, overcoming in every circumstance, it's not by accident. It requires training. The same way Moses won all his battles is the same way you'll win your battles. The same way Joshua won his battles thousands of years ago is the same way you'll win your battle. He's faithful to all generations. The same way David won all his battles is the same way we'll win all of our battles. And that's through a personal relationship with the Lord and a knowledge of his word that is forever settled in heaven. So let's approach the word. The title this morning is More Than Winning. More Than Winning. And let's pray as we approach, because we understand the teacher is not me. (laughs) It's him. Father, we thank you. I want to know you, Lord. Deeper and deeper and higher and higher and I want to walk with you longer and longer stronger and stronger I want to know you Lord That's why we're here. That's why we came. That's why we got dressed. That's why we got the kids ready. We want to know you, Lord, deeper and deeper and higher and higher. And we want to walk with you longer and longer. Stronger and stronger. So won't you pour out your wisdom? Teach us today, Lord. Won't you pour out your spirit? Heal us today, Lord. Won't you pour out your mercy? If you need mercy, it's here. Won't you pour out your goodness? Won't you pour out your glory on us? We'll start today. I was laying on the carpet of a bedroom floor. My first husband had just passed away two or three hours before, and he had decided to go over to heaven. Um fought a good fight against ALS, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, very horrible disease, not sure if you know or are familiar with it. But long story short, he passed over to heaven. And I was laying on the ground, too tired to cry, hadn't slept for more than one hour in six months. My wrists, my hands were sprained, my... uh, arms were bruised from carrying him around. 
My neck was out, my back was out, everything was out, laying on the floor, too tired to cry. And the word of God from 1 Corinthians 15, 55 started to come up out of my spirit. I heard it on the inside. Do you know what it's like when you hear something on the inside? That you're functioning spiritually. I heard 1 Corinthians 15, 55 start to go around and around on the inside of my heart as I was laying there on the floor, too tired to cry. That's, oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? And for a period of about 20 minutes, that just was on a loop. It was on a loop. The written word was looping on the inside of my heart. Faith comes by hearing the written word of God. But then I heard another voice. It was the voice of the Holy Spirit. And he actually agreed with the written word, O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? I heard the voice of my father. I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. And he said, you're winning. Get up. And maybe you need to hear that this morning after what you've been through in your life or after what COVID has done to all of the families here all over the states and the world. You're winning. Get up. It didn't look like I was winning physically. It didn't feel like I was winning emotionally. But I turned my face there on the carpet and I said exactly what I heard on the inside. I said, I'm winning. By faith. By faith in what? By faith in what I just heard God say to me on the inside. And by faith in 1 Corinthians 15, 55. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? So faith came by hearing the written word. But faith also came to do something specific by hearing the rhema word or the spoken word of God. When I hear, heard God say, you're winning, Patty, get up. Faith came to get up. Faith came by hearing the Lord tell me to get up based on the general promise, O oh, death, where is your sting? O oh, grave, where is your victory? So I turned my head, I said, I'm winning. And I got up, and I never went back down. And that year, after two years of just going through the worst possible things you can imagine, the ministry tripled. Now that's more than winning over death. That's more than winning over death. That's impossible, naturally, to lose the leader of a ministry and triple that year. We more than conquered death. We more than won over this situation that was set to take me out, our two kids out, plus the ministry out, all the students out, all the staff. We more than conquered. Based on knowing the general word of God, the promises in the general word of God, but also being able to receive specific instructions by the Holy Spirit, specifics regarding the general. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell the story of Brother Hagen, which you should know, but I want to just show this as a parallel. Remember, Brother Hagen was on the bed of sickness as a 16-year-old boy. He had two incurable diseases. If one didn't kill him, the other one would. And he got a hold of Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24. And he, by faith in the general promises in the Word of God, believed he received his healing. And we're at the point in the story was he was sitting in bed one morning saying, I believe I received my healing. I believe I received my healing. Well, that's Mark eleven twenty four going around on the inside. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall 
have them. So the same way, oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Was going around on the inside of me. I believe I received my healing was going around on the inside of him and he was speaking it out of his mouth by faith in the general promises in the word of God. That will author our face, faith so many times. The written word will authorize us to ask God for what's contained in it. Healing is in there. Provision is in there. Peace is in there. This authors our faith. It authorizes us to go confidently and ask him for what he says is already ours. But if you remember the story as he was sitting there in bed saying, I believe I received my healing, the Holy Spirit spoke to him. Hmm. Do you remember what he said? He said, so you believe you're healed. And take notice of this. Brother Hagen was able to hear the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit spoke to him on the inside of his spirit. Brother Hagen was at a level of spiritual development that when the Holy Spirit spoke to him, he could perceive that. He could receive that. He could hear that or he could see that. So the Holy Spirit said to him, something specific regarding Mark eleven twenty four, the general promise that he was standing on. And the Lord said, so you believe you're healed. And Brother Hagen said, that's right. I believe I received my healing based on Mark eleven twenty four. And then the Holy Spirit said, healed people are out of bed this time of day. Do you remember the story? Do you remember the story? Mark eleven twenty four, twenty three 23 and 24, authored his faith to believe he received his healing. But then the living word, the Holy Spirit on the inside, helped him finish taking or harvesting or putting the sickle in. So the Lord said, if you believe you're healed, healed people are out of bed this time of day. And faith came to get out of bed right then and there, based on Mark eleven twenty four, yes, but also based on being able to hear God speak to you specifics regarding the generals, giving him a specific instruction regarding the general promise and when he acted on it, remember he threw one leg over on the side of the bed and it fell on the floor like a piece of firewood, threw the other leg over and it fell on the floor, like, grabbed the bedpost, pulled himself up. He said, I believe I received my healing. By what? By faith in Mark eleven twenty four, but also by faith in healed people are out of bed this time of day. Faith came by hearing both of those things. And when he acted on what God told him to do, the specific thing regarding the general promise, the power of God hit him in the top of the head and he was instantly healed. Praise God. <laughs> do you see the parallel? You're winning. Get up. Based on 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-five. Healed people are out of bed this time of day. A specific instruction regarding the general promise that you're standing on. I want to talk today about more than winning and the victory process that overcomes the world. And we're going to talk heavily about being led by the Holy Spirit. Is anybody freaked out by being led by the Holy Spirit? Because I was raised Catholic and Baptist. My dad was Catholic. My mom was Baptist, and then my mom got filled with the Holy Spirit at a women's aglow meeting. <laughs> she came home pre uh, speaking in tongues. We thought she was crazy. And then she took us to a Berean Assembly of God church. So I went to the Catholic church on Saturday and Sunday morning with my dad. I went to the Baptist youth group Sunday night with my mom and Wednesday night with my mom. And then the Friday night... Pentecostal service at the AOG church with my mom, where everyone was, woo. So I know all of them. 
But I remember the first time I heard about being led by the Holy Spirit, I thought, hmm, maybe no. Well, the Bible talks quite a bit about God talking to people on earth and them being able to hear it. Are you okay with that? Yes. Let's give you some scripture so you're not freaked out. What about Proverbs 20, 27? The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord, lighting all the inward parts of the belly. When God speaks to you, the place that he'll enlighten you or illuminate you is on the inside of your own human spirit. So that means I need to be aware of and connected to and sensitive to my own human spirit to receive illumination or enlightenment or revelation or answers to prayer from the Lord. That same chapter, verse 5, says, Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will bring it up, draw it up. What counsel is answers? Do you know all of your answers to prayer will be spiritually discerned? Answers to prayer from God are not physically discerned. They're spiritually discerned. That's why we come to church. We come to church to learn how to function spiritually and not be weirdos. Is there anybody that's a weirdo here? (laughs) Okay, we'll have a healing line for weirdos at the end. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your spirit, with all your heart. Don't lean on your intellect. Don't lean on your experience. In all your ways, acknowledge him. This is functioning spiritually, and he will direct your paths. Romans 8, 14, and verse 16, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. His Spirit is constantly bearing joint testimony or witness with my own human spirit. 1 Corinthians 2, 9, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of a man the things that God has prepared for them that love him, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Hmm. Now we have not received the spirit which is of this world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know things that are freely given to us by God. Did you know answers to prayers are free? (laughs) And they're freely given? God's not trying to make you wait or suffer? And then that final verse that we want to look at, we're just laying a foundation in being led by the Holy Spirit is normal. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. It says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. What do you mean God told you you're winning? Get up. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I didn't hear that physically. I didn't see that physically. I perceived that on the inside of my spirit from God's spirit. And that's how I won. Based on being able to hear God when he talks to me. Standing on the written promises in his word. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them. Know what? You can't know the things of God physically because they are spiritually discerned. Mm. We see a pattern of people winning in the Old Testament, in the New Testament of people ministering or working with God. And I want to draw your attention to that process, the way they won every time. It was based on the written or the general promises that God gave them. But they received very specific leadings 
from the Holy Spirit to their spirit, showing them what to do to win. And the same God yesterday, today, and forever, the same way he showed Moses how to win over Pharaoh's army, we might not be fighting an army today, but the same way he showed Moses how to win thousands of years ago and save his family and save his people is the same way he'll show us how to win today. Thank you, Lord. Now, I just want you to see that those two stories that I told, faith came by knowing the general word of God. Faith came by knowing 1 Corinthians 15, 55. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your, your victory? Faith also came by hearing your winning. Get up. Mm. See, we walk by faith, not by physical sight. But when I turned my face and said, I'm winning, and I got up, I wasn't blind. It was just blind faith. I decided, no, I saw that on the inside before I did it. Faith came by hearing God say, you're winning, get up. In order to do something specific, you need a specific leading to do something specific. So let's go over to 1 John 5 and 4. This is our golden text for this short sermon, I hope. (laughs) It says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory. I like to add the word process here, if you would allow me to. This is the victory process that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, the next verse talks about who is he that overcomes the world but he that believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So, we're understanding from these two verses that only born-again people can operate at this victory-level process John is talking about. Let's look at this, because I read this verse over and over again. This is one of the most famous verses in the Bible, for whatsoever is born of God. Now, it does say whatsoever in the original Greek. In some people's Bibles, it says whosoever. But if you go back to the original Greek, it's not saying whosoever, it's saying whatsoever. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. As a teacher, I was reading this verse. It must have been about four or five years ago. And I said, Lord, even though this is a famous scripture, I really don't understand this verse. Can you help me teach it? I heard the Holy Spirit say, when I told Moses to hold his rod out over the water... That was a born-of-God victory instruction. I said, aha, got it. When I told Moses, and he heard that on the inside, why are you crying to me? Tell the people to move forward. Hold your rod out over the water and divide it. That was a born-of-God victory instruction. God showed him how to win. And actually, it was the stupidest thing you'd ever hear. (laughs) Really? You want me to tell everyone to just go forward and I'm just going to hold a stick out over this? Yeah, that's how it's going to happen. And this is the victory process that overcomes the world, even our faith. Our faith that Jesus died for me? Yes, in general, but no, not specifically here. Our faith in whatever God just told you to do to win. In my case, your winning get up was a born of God victory instruction. It was not a born of man or born of earth victory instruction. It came on the inside from the Holy Spirit. And I was able to hear it. And I was able to believe what I heard on the inside and act on it. And that put the sickle into my victory. And we tripled that year. Brother Hagen was able to hear healed people are out of bed this time of day. 
That was a born of God victory instruction. And this is the victory process that overcomes the two incurable diseases. Our faith in what God just told him to do to win. Healed people are out of bed this time of day. Do you see how they're winning? Let's look at Moses. Backed up to the Red Sea. Greatest army in the universe. They've got chariots. They've got horses. They've got big shiny spears. If you've got chariots in your army, you are unbeatable. Unbeatable. And they're backed up to the Red Sea, a ragtag group of three million slaves. Moses is crying out to God saying, Lord, <laughs> if it was me on the inside, help! Somebody call 911! <laughs> But he was monologuing, saying, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And then, boom, on the inside, he heard the Holy Spirit say to him, why are you crying unto me? Tell the people to move forward. Hold your rod out over the water. So if we were there that day, Moses would be monologuing, and on all of a sudden, he would stop talking. Stand still and, and see the salvation of the Lord. Move forward. Move forward. Move forward. He just received a born of God victory instruction on how they're going to win that battle. And this is the victory process that overcomes the world even our faith. Our faith in what? In the general promises, yes. Remember God told him at the, the burning bush, I've come down because I've heard my people's cries and you're going to deliver them out of Egypt. So he knows that they're going to be delivered out of Egypt. He knows this can't be the way it ends based on what God generally said to me. This can't be the way it ends. So what's he looking for? How do you want me to win this one, Lord? Specifics regarding the general specifics regarding the general. So faith came for Moses to hold his rod out over the water based on hearing God tell him to hold his rod out over the water. And when he stepped out in faith, as soon as he did, the Holy Spirit manifested physically and parted the water. What about Joshua? Fit the battle of Jericho. The Lord actually appeared to him and told him, march around the city. I mean, it's a whole paragraph of what the Lord told him what to do to win. It was a born of God victory instruction. And faith came by hearing the born of God victory instruction that agreed with the written word. Expect specific answers to the prayers that you're standing on. Expect to receive counsel on the inside of your heart on how to win. Expect to be enlightened by the Holy Spirit. Expect for your paths to be directed. Expect His Spirit to bear witness with your spirit. Expect to be led by the Spirit unto victory. Expect His Spirit to show your spirit things. Expect answers to be freely given. Expect to spiritually discern answers to your prayers. But I want you to notice many times the answers to the prayers came in the form of what you need to do to win. Notice they were always involved in winning their own battles. I know that's not what we want to hear. I want to stand aside and God, you just do it. But notice they were always involved in fighting and winning their own battles by faith in what God told them to do to win. So faith came by hearing, march around the city six days for one, one time, one lap. And on the seventh day, seven times, blow the trumpets, shout, and the walls will go right into the ground. You'll walk across on flat ground. He got that before the battle. He knew what to do already. Was his faith blind? No, faith is not blind. 
When we say we walk by faith, not by sight, that means we walk by what we're seeing and hearing God tell us to do and show us to do from the inside. Hmm. So faith came by hearing God say the walls are going to go down flat into the ground. You're going to walk across. When they're crossing over the river, was Joshua in a state of, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what to do, but I'm just trusting God. Even though I have no light, I have no information, I have no idea. No, that's not what faith, faith has a foundation. It's the written word, but also the rhema, the living instructions from God that are freely given and available to all of us. Spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. So they did what God told them to do and exactly what God told them to do happened by faith. What about David? The army had just come, taken all their wives, all their stuff. The men cried until they couldn't cry anymore. David turned to the Lord and inquired of him and said, Lord, (laughs) what should we do? Notice he's expecting an answer, like we should from Hebrews 11 and 6. He that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Don't leave your prayer times without your answers, without your born of God victory instructions. Hmm. So the Lord answered David, Lord, what should we do? They just stole my wife and all my children. That's crickets. Is that what happened? Is that the pattern of how God dealt with these people in the Old Testament? No, he answered them every time, and he answered them rather quickly. Hold your right out over the water. March around the city before. One of my favorite battles is the Battle of Ai. A-I, where the Lord said, hide some guys around the back of the city and then go make a frontal assault. Go to the front gate. Go right up. Attack. When they come out, run away like girly men. (laughs) Draw the army out of the city and then the guys that are hiding in back go in and take the city. That was another born of God victory instruction. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. You need something in your life that the world is presenting. You need victory over that. You need a born of God victory instruction based on the general will that's recorded in the word for your life. You need to be able to hear him when he talks to you. Because he's talking to you. He said, go up at once. Shall I pursue? Shall I overtake? Should I recover? Go up at once, overtake, recover all. Boom. Faith came to get on the horse and start riding based on hearing the Holy Spirit say, go up at once. They're still alive. Overtake. You're going to get everything back and more. So did Moses more than conquer more than win over the Egyptian army. I mean, there's no battle like it. As far as we know, no one died on our side, on his side, but everyone died. The most elite army in the world, everyone died. Not a sword was drawn. Based on what? A born of God victory instruction. Believing what you're hearing and seeing God show you live regarding the general promise that you're standing on. Thank you, Lord. We need to be trained to function spiritually to receive the victory instructions from God. Romans 8 and 35. Romans 8 and 35. Did Joshua more than conquer Jericho? (laughs) Never again. About, did David more than get his wife and kids back? 
they got back, this army had conquered, 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 conquered. They got back everything and everyone they conquered. It was a more than winning. 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 Brother Hagen was a more than winning based on healed people are out of bed this time of day. And Mark eleven twenty four. Do you see how God is helping us to win? He's authoring it with this. He's authoring our faith with the written word, but he's finishing it with in specific instructions regarding the general promises. You're winning. Get up. Healed people are out of bed this time of day. Hold your rod out over the water. March around the city and shout. Go up at once. Overtake. Recover all. This is how they're winning. Do you see it? He's faithful to all generations. Faithful to all generations. Romans 8.35 Who shall shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? No. No. Distress? No. Persecution? Never. Famine? Not enough? Never. Nakedness? Oh, oh God, no. Never. Peril? No. Sword? No. No. Verse 37, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Hypernikeo means to be more than a conqueror, to overwhelmingly go beyond winning. (laughs) Every single time. Do you know, this isn't in my notes, but it popped up into my heart. You know, as long as Israel was with the Lord and did everything he said, they never lost. You need to pay attention to that. As long as they stayed... With what the prophet heard from God, they never lost one battle. They more than conquered. This verse was true about their personal lives as human beings on earth. They never lost. We're seeing it. The word says that in our day, we wouldn't have to ask a prophet, what's the Lord saying? What's the Lord showing you? Are you seeing anything? What's happening? No, we don't have to go through a prophet anymore because we will all know him from the greatest to the least. We'll all be able to receive victory instructions, specific things about my life, about my kids, about what I'm going through that the Lord will show me. So, do you remember in... I'm still talking about this thing that popped up in my heart. Do you remember in Hebrews 11 where it started going towards the end that some were sawn in two and some were tortured and they didn't accept deliverance? Do you remember that part? They just happened to add not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. What do you mean not accepting deliverance? Well, deliverance is always available. Winning is always an option. If you're part of God's family, you should never ever lose but the lord's saying guys you want to win here no no just i'm going to let him kill me because i want a better resurrection what was the lord there to deliver him you bet he was more than conquerors in all these things so in line with what we're teaching this morning nothing can separate you from god on the inside of you Showing you how to win every time. Nothing can separate you from the Holy Spirit on the inside, always giving you a victory instruction, a born of God, how to win this one, how to overcome this one, how to get the money in to pay the bills this month, what to do with your son who has autism, what to do about your marriage, What to do when you ran out of money for the hundredth (laughs) time? Zechariah 4, 6 says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Now, another super famous verse, so it's not going to be physically, it's not going to be powerfully, it's going to be by the spirit of the Lord, 
doing everything and I just stand around. No, that's not historically what happened. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. By my spirit, what? By my spirit showing you specifically what to do to win. You're winning. Get up. Healed people are out of bed this time of day. March around the city. Hold your rod out over the water. Get up at once. Go after them. Overtake. Recover all. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by God's spirit showing your spirit what to do to win. Are you seeing this pattern? Thank you, Lord. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. I like another translation of it. The GLT says, but thanks be to God, he's always leading us in triumph. Oh, that's different than causing, because causing makes me think I can just stand around and do nothing and God takes care of it. That's not what we're seeing. We're seeing that people were involved in their own victories. And you're an important player in winning for yourself down here. Not by might, not by power, but by God's spirit showing your spirit what to do to win. So I need to function spiritually. I need to be able to hear and see answers to my prayers, counsel from God in order to win the way they did in the Old Testament, minister the way they did in the New Testament. I need to function spiritually. I need to be sensitive to and aware of my own human spirit and the Holy Spirit on the inside of my spirit. You guys okay? Why don't you stand up for one second? <laughs> I've got about ten more minutes. Stretch. Sun salutation, whatever you want to do. You okay? God's trying to help you. I was standing on the bow of Uttermost Witness. And uh, we'd been training students for 20 years. And the Lord said, Patty, teach people to know me. You can sit down. Can you take another 10? If you can't, then I'm so sorry. The Lord said... Teach people to know me. Teach my people faith. I said, I, I, we do, Lord, and we will. And he, he clarified, he said, teach people to know me because there's battles they're losing, but they could be winning if they only knew how to hear my voice directly for themselves. Boom. Yes, sir, I see it. Remember the story of Elisha and the servant? The servant woke up that morning and he saw the Syrian army surrounding them with horses and chariots. And based on seeing physically the situation, he said, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And Elisha said, Don't be afraid. There's more with us than against us. We're contrasting a person that can't see anything from God spiritually on the inside and a person who can function spiritually and see and hear things from God on the inside. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes so that he can see what I'm seeing. Now, which eyes are you talking about? Because we have two sets, not one, two, one, two. Open his eyes so that he can see on the level that I'm seeing. And faith is coming for me because I'm seeing the armies of God and the chariots of God in the mountains. Faith came by being able to see on this level on the inside. And it shouldn't be weird to us, but it's something we do need to be retrained in because all of us are born dead spiritually. And we need to be retrained how to function spiritually. Thank you, Lord. So the Lord opened his... Which ones? Did he see the, did he see the, the spirits physically? 
No, because if we could see spiritual things physically, we would be right now, right? <laughs> Confucius say. If we could see into the level of spirit that God exists at, that angels exist at, if we could see that physically, we would be. But we can't. Spirit can only see spirit. Remember when Jesus rose from the dead and he came in and appeared to the man and, and they were like, Woo! It's a ghost. And he corrected them. He said, No, touch me. Flesh can't touch spirit. But spirit can touch spirit. Brother Hagen taught us with my body, I contact the physical realm and I function in the physical realm. With my mind, I function in the intellectual realm. But with my spirit, I can function in spiritual things. Did you know that God is a spirit? And if you want to have a relationship with him, it's going to be on the level that he dictates and on the level that he exists at. You're not going to have a physical relationship with God. Jesus said the kingdom of God does not come with physical outward observation. You can't say, oh, there it is, coming over the hill. I see it physically. No, it doesn't work that way. He said the kingdom of God is within you. So I've got a set of ears and a set of eyes on the inside, the hidden man of the heart. Do you have ears that hear and eyes that see? Which ones are you talking about? The ones on the inside. Hmm. So Elisha can see from his spirit, and he's not a weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. But the servant can't see. He can only see physically. What if the servant was in charge that day? Okay? If you're not functioning spiritually, if you're over in the realm where Romans chapter 8 says, the carnally minded person. <laughs> to be carnally minded is death, but to be spirit minded is life and peace. Open the eyes of the servant and he could function spiritually just for that one time and he saw the armies with his spirit and he said, wow. We need to function spiritually to receive answers to prayer. I want to close today with something very simple, but I believe it's very powerful and we can all start here. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, I don't hear anything from God. I don't receive victory instructions like you heard your winning get up, like Brother Hagen heard, healed people are out of bed this time of day. I I'm not at that level of spiritual development. Well, that's okay. That's okay. But we can grow spiritually, right? Our point in coming to church is to grow spiritually, right? So we can navigate spiritual things. We can receive things from God's spirit in our spirit. The first way that you will function spiritually, when you're born again. Now, if you're a, a young kid and you're bored right now, um, could you listen just to this? If you're, if you're a young kid, because I wish that somebody told me this when I was 10, when I was 9. The first way that you will function spiritually when you accept Jesus into your heart, your spirit comes back alive, you're recreated in Christ, and you're given God's same nature. And the first way you'll function spiritually is your own human spirit will start talking to you. Your conscience will start working. How many of you have ever gone, now that you're born again, 
you've ever gone to do something that's a sin, basically, and your own human spirit has stopped you from the inside. You sense, no, don't do that. Don't, did, did you hear that? Are you functioning that way? You're hearing no's on the inside? Congratulations, that was a spiritual transaction. You were sensitive enough to your own human spirit that you heard and you perceived, don't do that, Patty. And what Romans chapter 8 tells us is that when your spirit says no, God's spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. That's right, honey, don't do it. That's the first basic way that all of us will begin to function spiritually. Would everyone agree? Peter says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of God's word that you may grow spiritually thereby. Now, we've got the the baby verses in the written, but what's the the baby talk of God? What's the first way I'm going to hear him in my heart? His spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you're a child of God, especially when you go to sin. Your own human spirit will stop you every single time. It's the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, which has set you free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8, 1, stay with me. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit, which is in Christ Jesus, has set me free from the law of sin and death. It goes on to say in verse 14 and 16, God's Spirit, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, we're actually still talking about not sinning, they are the sons of God. God's Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. So what's the first word we teach a baby naturally? Besides mama, daddy, love you, it's no. (laughs) The first way you begin to function spiritually, your own spirit will sense no. Perceive no. You might get a yes now and then, right? Should I talk to that person? Mm-hmm. That's the entry-level way that we begin to function spiritually. Now, the big mistake that a lot of people make is that as soon as their conscience starts to work, they heard a no, God's spirit bear witness with their spirit. That's right, honey, don't, do not do it. They shut that down and turn that off. I don't want to hear the no. I'm not listening to the no. I'm overriding the no. I'm callousing myself. No, you can harden your heart. You can scorch or sear your own conscience, Paul told Timothy. The first mistake that many born-again people make is when their eyes and ears open, their conscience starts working, you turn them off. He's trying to help us. You do not want to turn this off. Because the same way you hear the no is the same way you will hear the you're winning get up. And the same way you hear the no, don't do that, don't say that, and you yield to it and obey it, you just reaped righteousness, you maintained your right standing with God, the same way you hear the no is the same way you'll hear every answer to prayer that you will ever need. You do not want to shut this down. As soon as your spirit starts to function, your eyes open, your ears open, your hearing knows on the inside, do not, 
Do you know your physical sense of hearing? You guys okay? I'm going over time. If I can just leave you, if you master this, you'll begin to be able to receive answers at a greater level. Ah. Now I forget what I was saying. Ah. Your sense of hearing. Kids, are your ears always working? Do your ears ever stop working? You know, in the middle of the night or early in the morning when one of your parents screams, Get up! And you wake up. Why? Because your ears are working all the time. They're able to hear even when you're sleeping. Did you know that about your physical sense of hearing? It's always on and it's always working. What about seeing? Praise God that we have eyelids. Right? Because your, your ability to see, that's always on. And the only way you can turn it off is by covering your eyes. Saying, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Sometimes in horror movies or scary movies, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Why? Because if I kept my eyes open, I would be seeing it. Because they're always working, always working, always hearing, always hearing. Spirit, actually physical, mirrors spirit. When your spirit comes up and online, your ability to hear on this level and see on this level is always working. The same way your physical eyes are always picking up information, your ears are picking up information, your spirit is working now. And in order to turn it off, you've got to do the same thing spiritually. I don't want to hear the no's. I'm going to override it. I'm going to ignore it. I don't want to hear my spirit, and I don't want to hear God's spirit. Don't do that. Do not cover your inside eyes and ears, because that's where your help comes from. Guard your, your heart. What it, guard this working, being able to see and hear things on the inside from your own conscience and from the Holy Spirit. Guard that with all diligence because out of your spirit comes the issues of life. And what we're talking about this morning is all the victory instructions that you'll ever need, all the wisdom, all the counsel, all the comfort, all the help. So master the nose. If you've turned your basic conscience off, stand up with me. We're going to turn it back on. Stand up with me. We're done. The Lord's not answering my prayer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is it that he's not talking or are you at a place spiritually that you've shut this down because you don't want to hear it? If that's you, make the adjustment right now. Lord, I open my heart to you to receive from my own human conscience and to receive specifics from your Holy Spirit in my human spirit. I want this to work because the same way you hear the no is the same way you'll hear the yes, is the same way you'll hear the march around the city, is the same way you'll hear, see that person over there in the wheelchair? I would like to heal them today. And I'll say this very strong, especially if you're a minister here today. We're believing God for miracles. But if the body of Christ will not acknowledge and obey a basic leading to not sin, we will never qualify to be used by God in the nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit. If we can't obey a basic leading to not sin... We don't qualify to be used in greater and greater and greater ways. Are you ready for this to become real to you? Me too. Thank you, Lord. Open your heart. Don't cover this ever again. The issues of life come from your spirit. Don't plug your ears Don't cover your eyes. Let it work. Guard your heart. 
Let it work with all diligence, for out of it will flow all your victory instructions. Thank you, Lord.